Hello, all of my Be In Demand listeners. Today in this episode, I'm going to be sharing three mistakes that are hurting your business from being profitable and easy to run and scale, and the tips on how to actually change that. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, hello, all of my listeners. First off, thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be a special two-part series because actually I believe that there are six mistakes that I am seeing very frequently, both in beginners, newbies to the online world, but also to people who have been in this online space for a while. They've just been struggling and they have this belief, and this is not one of the mistakes, but the people who have been in this space for a while and are struggling they sort of have this belief that I have to put in my time and that one day this is all going to click. Well, the whole point of this podcast and of me sharing, you know, my information with you, my tips, my coaching is so that you can skip all of that hard, that hard time putting in your time. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's not exactly what has to happen. I'm not available for that. And I want to encourage that you aren't either. So number one that I want to cover today, you're not communicating effectively. You're not communicating simply. When somebody asks you, what do you do? You should be able to very short and sweet, be able to tell people what you do, who you work with, and how you help them. Really like simplify this for your your listener, for your reader so that they get it. Remember, I always talk about like newspapers, or if you're scrolling online, you know, like Medium, for example, it's the headline that catches your attention. And that's what being able to dummy this down for people, not that your listeners or your prospects or leads are dumb by any means, but we want to make it so simple. Because remember, everybody that you talk to, is not going to be a prospect, is not going to be a lead. However, there are people that you talk to, they're not ideal clients, they're not going to be leads for you, but they're going to be able to refer you. So keep that in mind. You want that the information that you're giving them so that it's super easy for them to, oh, I know somebody, or when that person can refer you when they're like out and about in their day, and they hear somebody say, you know, like, oh, I just... I'm just going to take, remember, I love like talking about health coaches. You know, it might be a new mom. She just had her first baby. It's been six months. She's struggling to lose that baby weight. And let's just say it's a good friend of yours. And they express that like, my God, I just, I thought losing this baby weight was going to be easy. Oh, I know exactly who you need to talk to. Let me connect the two of you. And the reason why that connection happens is because you were able to very simply express what you do. Again, it comes down to communicating, not just simply, but effectively. So here's a simple test to figure out if 
you need to sort of work on this. A few things. One, if you get weird looks from people on their face when you're trying to explain what you do. Um, Number two is no one is booking calls. Or three, you feel like you're having to convince people, aka a long explanation, a long conversation. And then you get that deer in the headlight look because they're like, they're bored and they just want to move on. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to give people the cliff notes. The cliff notes. Remember, you don't have to tell them everything because what you want them to do is to say, oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me more. And that's when you can start to have a conversation when somebody is giving you that permission. And now you get to speak with them a little bit longer. I don't know, like three to 10 minutes. So number two, this is the second mistake that I see that's happening a lot. You are selling the need and not the want. What does that mean? So in the speaking world, we had the saying, sell them what they want and then give them what they need. In other words, somebody came to you and said, we're having this kind of a problem. You like, I have a speech for that. I have a workshop for that. I have a program for that. But it within that program, you're actually giving them what they need. Because most of the time, people know what they want, but they don't actually know what they need. And I'll, I'll explain this a little bit more. Let's just take a mindset coach that you help people with their mindset. And I love that, you know, like, you know me and like brain science. But are your prospects actually typing into Google? That's what we want to think about. What are people actually typing into Google? Are they typing in? I need better mindset, how to have better mindset, or are they typing in how to fill up my client roster, how to attract clients with IG stories, how to blank. You know that they need mindset, but sell them what they want, which is probably how to have better sales calls, how to attract the right clients, how to write compelling copy in their content so that people actually book calls. That's what they want. And then you can start to sell them what they need. So for me, my clients actually need confidence in the way that they speak, confidence in the way that they deliver their message. Because what I know is that when my clients have more confidence, confidence actually trumps fear. Yeah, that's right. When you feel confident, fear doesn't show up. So what I actually help my clients do is that I help them communicate more effectively, but I'm actually giving them confidence because the confidence is what they need. But what they're looking for is how do I deliver my message? How do I explain what I do in a way that people get it? And that's something that I help my clients with so that they have fully booked out rosters, so that they have a wait list of people who want to work with them. And the third mistake is not handling objections during sales calls. This is something, one, that I suffered from when I was first starting out in this online space, and I see this happening a lot as well. I've seen it like in people that I've had sales calls with that They don't really handle the objection. They don't have really good follow-up. But even before like the follow-up, just not being able to handle objections. 
And this is one of my sweet spots now because I really, I saw this as a problem that I did have in the beginning. And I knew, I deep down, I knew that if I didn't solve this problem, I was going to have a longer problem. Meaning if I didn't take the short time and learn how to overcome objections, that I was going to be this dragged out. There's that belief again, I got to put in my time before it works. Again, I don't believe in that. But let me figure out how to overcome objections. Now, here's my spin on objections. These are coachable moments. These are opportunities for to have a deeper conversation with your prospect, with your lead. Because more times than not, they're just saying something and they don't even know like like really what's behind it. For example, let's just take the, oh, I can't afford it. Sometimes people are just scared. Sometimes they just haven't had anybody who believed in them or they've taken programs before and it didn't work out. I cannot tell you how many times I've actually had clients that I started working with and if fear gets in the way of so many things, but a lot of times we don't even realize that fear is there and fear comes in the shade or the type of fear it can also show up as worry. Like I'm worried that this isn't going to work for me. I'm worried that I'm going to be wasting my money again. So what I end up seeing is that people are giving these canned responses, canned responses that they learned from some sales program that might have been some DIY or even like, you know, going onto YouTube and how do you handle the money objection? And they'll just start saying, well, let's look, look at all the benefits of this particular program compared to where your goals are. And it doesn't even sound like you. And if you can master objections, this will make you a better coach if you happen to be a coach. And I can almost say that, like, I guarantee you, you'll become a better coach because you're going to be using the same tools as you are on a sales call, as you are in coaching your clients. So let me give you some examples of when somebody says, oh, you know, I just can't afford that. And here again is like, here's an example just to have that extra conversation. Instead of you believing that you have the same belief as that person, you know, if you know that your product actually works and is going to help them, you have a right. It's your responsibility to actually have this, have this conversation. So what does that mean that you can't afford this? And just being able to like hear from your prospect, hear from your lead, what does it mean? Have you considered what this is going to cost you if you don't start using this program, if you don't use like your, your product or your service? You know, is it a matter of being expensive or getting you to your goal, which you told me earlier, is to support your family and be there more so that you can leave your nine to five job? You know, or here's another one. So what you're saying is that I haven't shown you the value of this program or the value of working one-on-one -on -one privately with me. You know, and of course, as you probably noticed, like my tone actually slowed down and got a little more intimate. You know, that's rapport and that's pacing. And that's th those are other things that, that go into sales calls and coaching calls. 
you know, that I also teach my clients because my clients who are actually using speaking, whether it's on an IG live, it's a Facebook live, they're actually doing a Zoom presentation for a meeting, or they're actually in person, which is so coming back and I'm so excited. You can use these type of questions even outside of sales calls, even outside of coaching calls, use them in your presentations, use them in your lives. Your, you know, like if you're a coach or a consultant, you know, your job is to actually get your prospects to actually think differently. So I want to encourage you actually to start to master objections, which is going to, like I said earlier, it's going to make you a better coach. It's going to make you like really have deeper conversations with people actually, not just your prospects and leads, because we want to take our assumptions when we hear an answer, like I can't afford it. Well, what exactly does that mean? You know, earlier you told me how important it was that you wanted to be at home more with your kids. You want to leave that nine to five. And once you start practicing this, it becomes like almost second nature, guarantee you. And this is something that I work with with my clients. So if you feel like you're not communicating your message effectively with people, if you feel like you're selling the need and not the want, or if you feel like you just want to get better at sales calls and handling those objections so that you hear more yeses and not more, well, I need to think about it. I want to encourage you to book a call with me. The link is down in the show notes or it is chat with LA. Dot com. Book a call with me. Let's have a conversation about your goals, about what's getting in the way for you to have that business that you want to have filled with dreamy clients. And that's profitable because that's always very important to me is to make sure that my clients have profitable businesses because those are worry-free businesses. So book that call with me. I would love to have that conversation with you. And I have a couple of openings that are coming up to work with me one-on-one. That link again is chatwithla.com. And until next week, where I'm going to go over three more mistakes that I see people making. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner. Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients.